Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever we are. It's time to talk about blockchain. Absolutely. Emerging technology of the future coming out today, now. It's happening. The markets are paying attention, so so should you. And we're here to talk about it. So Nick, why don't we start by introducing ourselves. Tell me, tell us, tell everyone why you're into blockchain and how you're into blockchain. So my moniker here in China is Professor K, but really my name is Nicholas Krapels. Uh, it's just that everyone gets my last name wrong. They either mispronounce it or misspell it, so just call me K. I got into blockchain about a year plus ago, sometime in the summer of 2017, which ended up being a very fortuitous time to get into blockchain and investing in blockchain assets. Um, I got into blockchain because it jived with my PhD thesis, which is about Chinese monetary policy. It's very interesting to me that the Federal Reserve really does no research on cryptocurrencies and digital currencies. And the People's Bank of China, which is the Central Bank of China, has a whole unit dedicated to finding out what the potential is. So after that, I, I got involved in the community. Um, I joined a, the FinTech Connector, which is a international blockchain advocacy group. And eventually that led to me taking over the Shanghai community here. And um, after running a few events myself, uh, I started working for blockchain companies, uh, helping them to hire people in the field and working for them as an advisor. And finally, someone asked me to work for them. I work for Dark Matter, which is a New York-based alternative investments platform, which is currently blockchaining its platform. And Nick, that's not all you do. Tell us a little bit about uh, you, how you invest in crypto. Um, I, a couple of months ago, asked all my friends and family if they were interested in uh, investing in crypto assets, and I was surprised by the amount of uh, interest. And so I developed a small fund that invests in long-term crypto assets. I know it's kind of a, uh, a strange thing to be talking about long-term investing when, when it comes to blockchain, but I hope that uh, we will be able to highlight exactly why you should be doing that kind of long-term thinking when it comes to blockchain on this podcast. And DigiB, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? And I'm DigiB, or Chris Barnett, a creative technologist. Uh, I love making media. And when the opportunity to do this show with Nick came up, it became a no-brainer for me. Uh, I love everything about virtual reality and augmented reality and mixed reality and, and getting into that space and once you get into emerging technology like that, you start noticing what the other emerging technologies are in the market. And blockchain is definitely, in my mind, one of the most disruptive emerging technologies that is happening right now. So I thought it was a great idea to do a podcast with Nick, who's been a friend of mine for a long time now, and to talk about blockchain to help people understand what it is. What's the good? What's the bad? And, and why do... Why do you need to understand what blockchain is? And blockchain is, is kind of a rabbit hole. You know, when you first hear about it, you think, oh, what is this air money backed by nothing? Uh, same thing with, when I first heard about XR, which is what Chris is into. Why do I need to care about this? But once you really look into it, it's, it's kind of 
it's kind of something that you realize you have to learn about. You have to spend the time to study it. And you, because we're in a phase of, of our of our international economy and where history. everything is exponentially growing. All of these technologies are at the cusp of really hitting a, a point where 200, 300, 400% every year, that's how much they're going to change. Paradigm shifting change is what we're talking about. We're moving from the old and into the good. So why Block Runners, Nick? Explain a little bit about that name. Uh, Block Runners... It's, it's an interesting name because one of my favorite films and one of my mother's favorite films, one of my father's favorite films, and a lot of the people that I know and respect, they love the film Blade Runner. And Blade Runner is a film based on Philip K. Roth's book called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? It's about robots in the future who sort of go rogue and try to come back to Earth and kill their creator. It's a great, great flick and um, a better book. But the movie is a classic. And essentially, it talks about the postmodern condition and technology and how technology can be used for good and for bad and that, that dialectic between the good and the bad. And we wanted to apply that idea of exploring that space with actual, real technology, which is blockchain which does have a good and a bad. Uh, there's two sides to every coin, especially with new emerging technology. So let's get down to it. Uh, Nick, uh, why don't you start by detailing what we're going to talk about in detail for our next show, uh, we, which we're essentially going to talk about the good and the bad of blockchain. Why don't you start with the good? So why do we want to talk about blockchain? Why do we want to move our systems from their current centralized status into a future decentralized status? It's all about control. So the first good thing about blockchain is that right now, big corporations own the internet. So in America, you have Fang, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. In China, you have Bat, Baidu, Alibaba, Tencent. Basically, if you want to play on the internet, you're going to have to interface with those corporations. That's not exactly the best ideal. So what we should do is decentralize the future internet so that we have uh, better access for more people. This is more in tune with the original idea of the internet, uh, that it was supposed to level the playing field for the rich, for the poor, etc. And it's not just about internet, though. It's financial systems. It's governance. It's anything that you can really imagine that's centralized and monopolized, blockchain presents an opportunity to make it better. Right. And so the second good aspect of blockchain is that it creates an environment where you don't need to trust a third party. And how this occurs is through the immutability of the blockchain. So if I can be assured that whatever is written upon the database, which is the blockchain then I don't necessarily need a lawyer or a bank or any other sort of agent to confirm that to me. I can trust the technology, and I do not need to trust the third party. And that means I don't need to pay the third party as well. And we'll explain how that works in our next show. But what about the third thing? The third aspect of blockchain, which is so beneficial to society, is that it creates transparency. So when we're writing on this immutable ledger, whatever it is we're writing, 
that means that we can see what other people are doing. So I know how many Bitcoin are being traded today. I know to what wallet it is being traded to. I can see and verify the movements of coins, the movements of smart contracts on an, on an immutable, transparent ledger. But the nature of it being on a computer system means that although it can be transparent, it also still maintains a degree of anonymity. Yeah, the, the fourth good aspect of blockchain is that it's pseudonymous. Pseudonymous. It maintains a pseudonymity. Uh, and though that's not as good as being completely private, and there are some systems being developed today which are more focused on the privacy aspect of the blockchain, um, you can conduct your financial tra transactions on the blockchain uh, without necessarily having to deal with third parties, whether that be government, whether that be corporations. Um, there's many aspects uh, where, where this is a good thing. And then, of course, we're going to have to talk about the bad. You're already hearing a lot of media right now talking about the blockchain and the doom and gloom and the scare and fear. We're going to address those fears. We're going to talk about the dark web. We're going to talk about money laundering and scamming and the risk that's associated with blockchain and cryptocurrencies. There's so much volatility right now. You know, the, in January... The market cap of cryptocurrencies was $800 billion. And then in August, it, it got below $200 billion. So if you're putting your money there, you need to be informed about what it is exactly that you're investing in. So we're going to talk about what are these risks, right? So you can actually understand them for what they are and not just kind of be afraid of them for what you don't understand. Um, so that when you do approach this space... You can do it intelligently, and you can take advantage of this amazing opportunity that's emerging right now in our world. So in that way, we're operating as a block runner. Like Harrison Ford was a blade runner, we're going to go after the bad, and we're going to highlight the good in all of this industry. And that's going to be our show. So I'm Digi B. And I'm Professor K. And we will see you later on, on the, the Moon. moon.